if you're not moving in the direction that you want to go as far as trying to get your business out into the world, make yourself better, have this purpose that you're trying to fulfill, and you're scared of it being successful. Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show. This is your host, Alyssa Morton, and I am a mom of two, wife, event floral designer, serial entrepreneur, and becoming increasingly aware of the power of mindset. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am on a mission to help empower moms to create a lifestyle of wealth, health, fulfillment, and happiness so that you can become the very best version of yourself and create a life that you love. Every week, I am bringing you along the journey with me as I overcome the barriers of limiting mindsets and create financial freedom for my family by sharing stories, strategies, and tips that I am learning daily through my life as a mompreneur. I hope that you will join the journey with me to create a life that you love too. Let's get into it. Hello, my mom friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Mickey Mommy Move Show. On this episode, I have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Pradna Verniker, and she's a business mentor who's an expert at sales, social media, strategy, energetics, and mindset. She helps entrepreneurs to grow exponentially in their business by letting go of cookie-cut marketing strategies and embracing their innate gifts and capabilities, crafting a business which is in alignment of who they really are. She helps in tapping the real magic, making business easy and playable. Her expertise lies in guiding entrepreneurs and creating abundance in short time while having fun, ensuring you wake up every morning asking yourself, how can I create impact through business today? And how can I play and explore my business today? I'm so excited to share our conversation with you all because it's a good one. So let's get into it. Hi, Pradna. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We had the pleasure of talking in our Behind the Business interview series, and I'm so glad to have you on the podcast now. Thank you for everything. Our interview on the Behind the Business interview was amazing. So I'm really excited to see what we get into today. Thank you so much for um, giving me this opportunity again to being in your energy space, being in your space and uh, imparting wisdom as much as I can. Oh, this is going to be good. So you've got a background in quite a few different things. Like you help with like mindfulness and helping people to find their true purpose and alignment. And you also are like a social media strategist and all these things. So how did you come to do this? And then we'll pick it apart a little bit more. <laughs> um, so when I started, um, I started being a you know, child healer. And uh, that is when I actually started with my business after doing my certification in life coaching. It is actually a culmination of all these years of experience in my business that I have realized that creativity is something which I love. Content is something which I die for. So it has been almost two and a half years now that I have written almost every single day. It might be a post, it might be in my journal, or it might be a poem or something. So yeah, I feel it It has become a journey in which I have tried to excel in all the aspects of business and realize that, oh shit, I love this too, this too, this too. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I relate to that. <laughs> and uh, uh, the major part was, you know, breaking through that notion or breaking through that um, rigid uh, belief, which um, many of the coaches out there say that, you know, stick to one niche, stick to one niche, stick to one niche. And I actually started feeling very suffocated sticking to just one thing. 
And when I realized that, no, I don't want to stick to one thing. I want to do amazing five things. And I'm amazing at all these five things. Why not? That is when actually things started changing and I started becoming more of me and um, enjoying these pieces of the business. What's the first thing you do when you want to find a service near you? You search the company's website, right? Mama Media is a talented website and brand design company that truly creates customizable websites for professionals. They have a ton of valuable resources and connections that help you create compelling copy for your website, take beautiful branded photos that complement the website design, and support after your design intensives complete so that anything can be adjusted to best suit your business needs as it continues to evolve and change. List Mommy Moves as your referral when you submit an inquiry at mamamedia.org and receive 10% off your website intensive. Oh, let's talk about this because you're right. Like everybody always preaches like you got to niche down, you got to niche down. But I think it's a great advice like when you're first starting out. But when you have like this pull to do other things, we both have this pull. And I know that there's some (laughs) other like really big entrepreneurs like Gary Vaynerchuk and Jenna Kutcher and like all these people that also like are multi-passionate and have different things that they do. You can... But how do you manage all of this? Because this is like a question that I get all the time. So I'm curious <laughs> what your answer is also, especially when you're pulled in all these different directions and not feeling overwhelmed and all these things. Yeah. So I call um, or I I take them as seasons of my life. So this season of my life, I feel like being that business mentor who is dabbing into all things. Maybe next year there would be another season. So instead of like doing everything at once, I focus on one thing at one time. So if if in a month, one week, I feel like doing something, I'll do that. If next week, I'm feeling like doing something else or changing uh, things up, I'll do that. So that is one thing. And as I said that I call call it seasons of life. So I go with the flow with the seasons, like what is coming up in the morning and I, and I flow with it. Okay. I get what you're saying. So do you have like all of these different things still moving on in the background that you just pick up like where you left off on like the next day? So like, do you have like different businesses that you run or is it, can you explain a little bit more? Yes, sure. So right now I have two businesses. Uh, One is being a business mentor and second is uh, being a partner in a digital marketing firm. So these are the two things. Um, The thing is like both are interrelated. And uh, yet they are separate. So I actually divide my day uh, for both these things. So whatever, like uh, uh, in a day, maybe the business mentorship takes more time than more time for that. And uh, the other thing takes lesser time. So divide my day according to what is present on my plate for that day. And that is how I, you know, like I don't do both the things together. Focus on one thing at one time. Yeah. And you find like you're more productive when you do that too. Cause if you're dividing your attention between five different tasks, nothing's going to happen or it's not going to be quality. Yes. Multitasking is the biggest scam I see. Yes. So one of your companies is a media management company. So what are you finding like going on in the social media world right now? Because I feel like everybody's engagement is so far down. So what are you advising to your clients? Because it's really disheartening and you're putting all of this time and effort and everything into doing this. 
Um, I always say that um, every post that you put is building your brand. Instead of looking at uh, the engagement, look it at it like you are, you know, creating this uh, ladder or you are um, growing than what you did yesterday. So this is all the balance which you have, which is culminating into something really big and it is going, the day is going to come. So when you look back, you will know that all your small steps, every post which you posted, irrespective of engagement or not, every content which you wrote is at the end going to culminate into something really big. So don't be disheartened. Um, I know it, it might be a little difficult to see that, oh my God, I have written such a um, juicy post, uh, such beautiful insights I have given and there's no engagement. But you know what? The things that post might have done to one person who might not have showed it would be much more than those 100 likes or 200 likes. So keeping the faith, keeping the trust that this one post had, has reached the right person, whomever it needed to be today and going and building forward on that. So I would like to say that. Working as a solopreneur and struggling to find the time and energy to do it all, especially when trying to grow your audience on all of the platforms. I outsource all of my content creation to Mama Media. They have a team of incredibly talented professionals to help me create and produce my podcasts, repurpose them on all the channels like YouTube, social media, and post it according to our schedule on all of the platforms that are best suited for my brand and my businesses. Use my code MOMMYMOVES when you inquire at mamamedia.org for 10% off your service. You can thank me later. I like that. I know. I always tell everybody like in our company, I'm like, it's like your portfolio. Like people that find you, they're going to go look at your social media. They're going to stalk you and they're going to look through all of your past posts and they'll be able to see all of your content and get the education that you need. Like at least from what I'm finding, it's like a more of a social proof that you're still in business like when they yes. find your profile <laughs> instead of like attracting new business at the stage like so tell us a little bit more about your coaching company because you have a really unique way of doing things so can you share with us a little bit more about that definitely so I call myself a business mentor but what I really do is uh, I bring spirituality to your business or your career strategy tools um, one two three methodologies are going to take you to one level but when you infuse spirituality in your business or your career you are going to experience quantum leaps so we talk about healing we talk about intuition we talk about the life force energy like i know my dream client just by looking at their profile like just a picture and i can feel those energies imagine how much time i save in knowing who is my dream client. So life course energies and um, discovering your innate gifts, which the universe has given you. A lot of times what happens today is like uh, we hire a business mentor and the business mentor says um, some things which are not in alignment with who we really are. For example, um, a business coach might ask you to start an email campaign. All right. But innately, I am not a technology person. I am a feelings person. I am or a spokesperson or my, you know, this thing is uh, speaking. But the pressure of creating that email list is so much that I forget like I, my strength is speaking and I get tangled in that email list. 
So knowing the difference, knowing this, knowing what your innate gifts are and up-leveling those gifts in alignment with your business vision is what I love to do. Going beyond what everyone says or going beyond the one, two, three steps, which someone will uh, tell you to create a business. I like that. Stay true to your innate gifts because something that works for somebody else is not like necessarily going to work for you too. And exactly. You have to find like what works for you and trial and error is really like the best way, like and knowing your true self and what feels good to you. <laughs> I love that. So tell us about the creation of your business because I know a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs are hard or wanting to start their business. So can you share one thing that you would do differently if you were to start your business over again? Oh, wow. I think I would hire a mentor earlier. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, Five. that's like that's like the one thing I got right in my business when I started Garden in the Pines because I had no problem investing from the get-go because I was like, you know what? This is going to shave like five years of learning off of my time and Absolutely. I'll be where I want to be that much quicker. Yes, And I have no regrets about that, even though, you know, I spent a lot of money in my first year yes. trying to like <laughs> get to the point that I wanted to be at, but it definitely paid off. So one thing is that like I would hire a business mentor earlier. And the second thing is um, um, uh, if I would have started looking at my business as a sole bread uh, winner's uh, uh, venture instead of a hobby, the results or uh, or the passion with which I have, would have worked would have been different. So I just started when my son was a year old and I was like, okay, let's see how it is going kind of a frame. Like, okay, I'm liking this kind of a thing. But if I had that drive of like, okay, this is the sole breadwinner's venture. This is my baby. At the beginning itself, I think things would have been different. So these two things I would definitely recommend. So what do you think would have been different if you would have put like <laughs> all of your effort and all of your attention on it? I think I would, where I am, maybe uh, I would have been at this stage a year earlier. Hmm. So the progression or the growth would have been faster than what it is right now. For one. And uh, second, I think uh, the lessons which I would have learned, right, um, I would have uh, picked up and picked up myself and uh, started, restarted again as uh, versus to as a hobby. Because when you treat it as a hobby, you are not so uh, attached to your business yeah. or you're not so in, in, you know, in flow with your business. It is like, okay, I have some time, let me work on your business. So that would have been the difference. So smart. So do you ever like advise that people treat their business like a hobby? Or do you think that people should just go full force? Like if they want this, like do it? I think uh, it would depend on the person. Like if someone just wants um, something, um, if they don't have much time or if, if they want to create something in less time, then maybe a hobby. Uh, if the energies are different when they work as a hobby and when they work as, uh, you know, treating it as their uh, sole uh, passion or sole purpose, because uh, every person is different and how they align or how they perceive something is different. So I wouldn't uh, say that treat it as a hobby or treat it as a sole purpose. I would rather say treat it uh, the way your heart wants to treat it. Okay. So what do you say? Because sometimes I feel like the hobby thing is part of a limiting mindset of like not trusting themselves to be able to do it or being scared of growth or scared of success, like of it working. So mm -hmm. 
What do you say to that? Because like, is there a way for them to know the difference? Yes. Uh, if uh, you are treating it as a hobby, because uh, the fear of failure in a business and a hobby have totally different connotations, <laughs> then I would definitely say that move out of from the hobby mindset. Okay. And what if they're afraid of success or they're afraid of it actually working? Like they're so used to being down in the dumps and like rock bottom and like in their own, I want to say drama, that they're actually like afraid of what success might look like for them. For them, um, I would say that um, by dimming your light, you are actually um, dimming the world's light too. Treat yourself as that powerful lighthouse, which is giving that light to so many other people. And by you being fearful of success, you are actually not letting many people have that success too, because you are dimming your light. So definitely don't do that. Oh, that's so powerful. (laughs) So it's like, it's not just affecting you. It's you're affecting everybody else that you could be impacting. Let's stick that in for a minute because that's so profound. If you're not moving in the direction that you want to go as far as trying to get your business out into the world, make yourself better, have this purpose that you're trying to fulfill and you're scared of it being successful. You're not just impacting yourself, you're impacting everybody else that could be reaping the benefits of you serving them. Wow. (laughs) You are just killing that wave which would have been a revolution is what I will say. Oh, that's deep. So is there any last words that you want to share with our audience today? Anything? I know a lot of them are moms. Can you share any last advice about that? Because there's some limiting mindsets with that too, right? (laughs) Yes. um, I think I'll share a few things. The first thing is uh, business is not easy. Okay. If you are signing up for business, know that it is going to be a journey of ups and downs. As much as you celebrate your high income months, um, don't be sad when uh, there are dips in in the income because that is just a number and you can grow from that number anytime. Don't let that dishearten you. And third and the most important thing today is uh, there is so much of comparison. There is so much of, uh, you know, a noise on social media that we get into that comparison mode and we get into that mode of, oh, oh God, like she had it in three months or he did it in six months or how does she make it so easy? Focus on your lane. Mm -hmm. The only comparison you can do is like how much you have grown yourself from yesterday to today. That's all. When you focus on your lane, things become really simple, really easy. And the fourth tip I would give is like, keep it simple. Keep it really simple. Don't get into the bandwagon of the external validation, the do-it-yourself tools and tips and um, whatever is out there which is not serving you. Keep your business really simple. The only thing you have to do is like connect and sell, connect and sell, connect and sell. That's it. Oh, I love this. I want to touch on these real quick because you've brought in some really valuable information for everybody. 
well, one business is not easy. <laughs> like you're gonna, It's going to be the hardest thing that you ever do in your life, trying to get this thing off the ground and keep it growing and make it like everything's going to continually change. So once you feel like you have it figured out, then there's going to be a curveball thrown at you and you're going to have to refigure it out again. So that's just the nature of the game, but it keeps it fun and exciting. And the challenges are really fulfilling when you overcome them. You said number two was, what was number two again? Number two was... Oh, the finances. Um, yeah. Like as much as you celebrate the high income months, don't be disheartened by the low income months because that is just a number and you can grow over it anytime. And it's all data. So you're able to look back at it and say like, okay, this was what worked. Let's just do more of this and realize that your efforts, if there was a good idea that you thought you had and nobody bought it, then it's like, okay, well, I need to survey my audience and see like if this is something they want before I spend all this time and money creating it again. Absolutely. So, uh, and that is not, uh, you know, the measure of your self-worth if someone didn't buy your offer. Mm-hmm. So detach your self-worth from the income, what you are getting or, you know, how many people are being there in your programs. When you do that, uh, that. life becomes easier. I love that. (laughs) I was just talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about this because it's so easy to get disheartened when nobody buys from you, especially if they're friends or family. And like one of the best things you can do is just ask them why they didn't buy it from you, especially if they had expressed interest. And it might just come down to the timing. It's like, oh, it's the holidays right now. I don't have the extra money to invest in this. Or can it be structured differently? And when you ask them, they'll tell you what you need to do to fix it. <laughs> and then they'll Absolutely. buy it. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep it simple and don't assume. Yeah. Number three, you mentioned... No like comparison. Keep, yes. That's the... <laughs> oh, that one is like the bane of everybody's existence right I now. Think especially it is, with I think media. it is not just in business, even like moms, right? Uh, there is so much of uh, comparison in terms of how someone else is raising their kids, how someone else's kid might be, you know, well-behaved or how some mom is giving more screen time. It it really doesn't matter when it comes to you. Like you make your own choices and you stick to those choices as much as, um, uh, you know, we are ready to judge a mom. Remember that uh, it it might come to us also. So be non-judgmental as well as don't compare because we don't know the entire picture. We don't know Mm -hmm. uh, what is there in the background. We don't know what were the circumstances. So we are doing our best in our circumstances and assume that they are also doing their best in their circumstances. Oh, I love this, especially on the mom perspective, because you don't know at all what's going on in the background. You don't know if Yes, on Instagram, it looks like they have the perfect house and they have a thriving business and everything else, but you don't know if they have $800,000 in debt. You don't know if they have like a live-in nanny helping them with the kids and cooking and cleaning. (laughs) Like you don't know any of those things behind the scenes. You're just seeing all of this and thinking like, wow, they're doing this all by themselves and it's not true. (laughs) It's all fake. Yes. Take social media with a pinch of salt. Uh (laughs) And then the last advice you gave was to keep it simple. Like you just have to go back to the basics and just build the relationships and serve. Like that's what it comes down to. Yes. I I love that. Like keep the relationships and so perfect. I love this. This has been (laughs) such a great conversation, Pradna. Any last things that you want to plug for your business or share that you have that's going to benefit our audience? I would just go away with one last thing. Okay. Whenever you feel like quitting, 
just go back to your why on why did you start your business and replug. I love that. I know that in entrepreneurship, it's a journey. Like we said, like there's ups and there's downs. And when you go back to your why, you're really, it helps keep you on track and like moving forward and trying not to get disheartened and trying not to get everything like overwhelming you. You just know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And you just keep one foot in front of the other, <laughs> the consistent action. Thank you for being part of this today, Pradna. Share with everybody where they can find you. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, spiritualpradnya or you can email me at uh, pradnya.virnaker. That is P-R-A-D-N-Y-A dot V-E-R. R-N-E-K-A-R at the rate gmail.com. Perfect. I'll share everything in the show notes for everybody. Thank you again for being on here today. And this has been fantastic. Thank you, Liz, for having me. And um, I hope uh, you get well soon and your throat is open again. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Making Mommy Move show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at, and I would really appreciate a kind and honest review of the show. That's how more moms will be able to find our podcast and listen in each week with you. Copy this link, share it with your friends on social media. I will be forever grateful. I'm so happy and proud of you for making the first mommy move by listening to the show. Until next time, I encourage you to keep up the momentum by continuing to make mommy moves along with me. Talk soon.